These things are happening, whether we are aware of them or not. That's right. I'm pointing the other way right now. Not me. Not me. <laughs> Welcome to Leadership Decanted, our cheeky half edition, where we dare to share unfinished thoughts and ideas around some potentially thorny leadership questions. And even though KG and I can't always be in the same room, we still do this over a glass of our favourite beverage. (sighs) KG, great to see you again. And you, Paul, it is such a good day. We get to hang out and do this whole leadership conversation again yeah yeah cheeky half today cheeky half as you know now we're not in the room together but you know it's always good to uh, have that virtual companionship yes yes we get to talk (laughs) about the important stuff you know that's it and you know today we're just really going to riff a bit as we do for these cheeky halves Uh, for those listeners who might be new to what we do we do have a main episode in once a month and where we look at in a bit more depth and discuss some questions, topics, themes around leadership, uh, which are fantastic. But these little cheeky halves, they're just you and I yeah. just trying to sort stuff out in our heads. And it may not get all sorted out, but we at least talk about it, start the conversation. And sometimes you as listeners have an opportunity to, you know, uh, join in the conversation. So we love that. We love that. An email, whatever, if you have something that we uh, need to address uh, in your mind. So, um, yeah, and good point. Actually, before we kick off, while we're there, we're coming to the end of our third year, KG, which is, I know it's pretty crazy. It is crazy. Uh, And we often do already. It's right. And we do often encourage people to reach out and talk to us and engage, but we really want to do that. We really want to be able to engage with people who have a similar interest to what we have, whether it's leadership, wine, or a combination. Yes. You know, just good conversation <laughs> about leadership. Uh, so please, if you're out there, if you if there is something on your mind that you think, oh, I wonder what, you know, if we could cover that, or oh, I know someone that would be interesting to uh, talk to, or I am that interesting person that I wouldn't want to, you know, be talking talked with yeah, yeah. So let us know and we've already got a couple of people that we've got on our list to talk but we want more content doesn't come easily so if you feel that you can uh, join us in our conversations we'd love to uh, have you whether it's via virtual conversation as we've done in the past or in the same room where we can share some wine yeah they are lovely work. and of course any topics that you think you might have even if you don't want to come on the podcast let us know please yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and I'll have to say that it doesn't have to be that you're feeling like you're an expert or anything. It can be uh, true. Or someone who is just starting your journey and you want to share that. It can be someone who is, who's got lots of questions and you want to ask Paul or myself um, those questions. So any, any topics you want to cover, you let us know, uh, whether it's actually to appear on the show, which is a, a possibility, or you can just send us a note. All works. That's right. And by the way, we aren't experts either, so no. <laughs> yeah, we'll find, we'll try and find some who are. But uh, right. yeah, yeah, don't look to us for answers, please. That's that, that'd be a critical mistake. That's right. I'm pointing the other way right now. Not me. Not me. <laughs> but while we're here, I did have something on my mind that I thought would be a lovely conversation to kick off for our cheeky half. And look, I've recently come across a report that I didn't even know existed, even though it's been around for some time. The report is called Mapping Social Cohesion. Wow. And it's very much an Australian-based research piece run by the Scanlon 
Foundation and its subsidiary, research subsidiary, Scanlon Foundation Research Institute. Okay. And we'll put all those, all that detail in the show notes. But the Scanlon Foundation was founded back in, I think it's 2007, uh, or actually no, 2001. And its vision is to contribute to the social cohesion if you like, of Australian life, of Australian fabric of life. And as That's part of that mission, I like that. Yeah, part of that mission, um, they do, you know, work with communities, with institutions to support that cohesion or building. And part of that mission, they put out or they publish a, I think it's a yearly report, which I think started maybe 2007, so six years after they were founded, called Mapping Social Cohesion. And it's a fascinating read. Uh, I've only just started reading. It's really hot off the press. It's come out very recently, November 2023, actually. And what I thought was interesting about it, as I was thinking about leadership and the conversations we've had, is you know, we often hear out there in the zeitgeist that those notions around the, you know, leadership challenges and leadership complexities that are often firmly situated in the workplace. So whether it's, you know, the whole notion of quiet quitting or the the challenges that hybrid workplaces have kind of thrown up to uh, those in leadership or this notion of, you know, complexity and uncertainty and and volatile markets and those sorts of things. We still we talk about leadership very often in that context when, it, you know, it firmly belongs there. But I'm much more interested in the bigger picture. You know, what is what is leadership practice, even for those that practice leadership in really specific contexts, what is the bigger picture? What what responsibilities might we have as those practicing leadership? Or what are some of the contextual influences that we may not even be aware of, but if we were, might enhance or sharpen our leadership? And I think this this notion of social cohesion is an interesting one for me because, you know, if you're a leader in an organization and you're seeing people kind of struggle with certain things, if your lens is really narrow, you might miss out on an opportunity to have a, a positive impact on somebody because you're misreading the cues or you're misreading maybe the correlations or causalities of people's behavior. And I'm wondering whether there's a place to broaden your horizon around what's going on in the bigger picture so that it does, I don't know, maybe polish or clean that lens to get a better view. Yeah, you're more likely to capture the whole, you know, the full context if you can, you know, broaden out your thinking and engage with people on Things that may be outside of just that corporate setting, that um, yeah. business setting, because you you soon realize that there is more to all of us than that one dimension. So if you can think of a person as the multiple facets that they are, which is not just in the context of business, then you, you may be better placed to help them work through some of those challenges. Because quite often we we talk to people and we know that they're having a a bad day or a rough time or something to that effect. And if we only look at, could this be related to what's just happened here at the office, then we're really not looking at the full picture, which it, it could be something outside the office. It could be other things that lead to complexities inside the, the, the business sphere. That's it. Yeah, exactly. And I think that reminds me of, you know, the com- we've had a very brief conversation on an idea that you hold on to and that you've written about, which is that sort of leadership triangle yeah, where our leadership can be exercised more broadly in three domains. 
yeah. our work, our family, our community. Yes. And that holistic you know, mapping of leadership practice, I think, aligns really nicely with being able to maintain a level of, uh, I don't know, being informed about what's going on beyond the one domain yes. and seeing how that might influence or help us in being better or sharper or clearer leaders. But look, I'll give you an indication of what we're talking about here uh, with this the Mapping Social Cohesion Report. It comes out, like I said, annually by the Scanlon Institute. And well, the first thing to ask is, well, what is social cohesion? What are they talking about? In the social sciences, there is no one accepted definition. It's always a bit fluid as things happen to be in the social sciences. But broadly speaking, the definitions that the Scanlon research is working with are things like social cohesion being having shared values and communities where the objective is to reduce disparities. There might be disparities in wealth and income or generally enabling people to have a sense of being engaged in a common enterprise or a communal enterprise, whether it's improving the community or whether it's improving the economy or whatever it might be, some common enterprise that you are collaborating with others uh, where there are also face challenges or, sorry, shared challenges, and where you feel that you belong to one community, um, not necessarily a homogeneic community. It's not about uh, everyone being the same. It's very much about inclusivity, diversity. It's not multiculturalism, although that diversity does fold into it. Yeah. So it's just a matter of being able to have this diversity of experiences, but cohesively working together or cohesively being aware of those shared aspirations, if you like, yeah. and being able to factor those in. So that's in a very broadly speaking, and it's my paraphrasing of what social cohesion might look like. It's interesting because you yeah. know, the similar challenge we have in leadership uh, exists with the uh, social cohesion. Is it's it's hard to put one definition on it, right? It's yeah one of those things where there's lots of different angles that you could take to try to define it, and because of that, it could be all of the above versus A, B, or C, and that's really. That's right. It is. Exactly. And I think there's a nice layering of that leadership practice on this social cohesion because what is organizational life if not another form of social life? Yeah. Clearly, there are objective, shared objectives, shared challenges. So to be able to build cohesion in that context, you know, is a good template perhaps for bigger picture, bigger picture thinking, what is required. And if I have a set of skills, exercise a set of skills, in the workplace, what role or what can I do with those skills outside the workplace? Yeah, elsewhere. Yeah, and I don't know what the answer to that question is, and maybe it's worthwhile thinking about it in a future episode, but I'll give you an indication of the sorts of things they measure at a very high level. It's a quite a broad survey that they do this, and you know, thousands of respondents, you know, over 7,500 respondents online and by telephone, and they have sort of five headlines that under which they, they fold a lot of data. The first one is how people have, whether people have a sense of belonging. What, what is that like? And it's an index. Yeah. Uh, so it's measured from zero to 100. So a sense of belonging, a sense of worth, sense of social inclusion and justice, a sense of political participation, and a sense of acceptance and rejection. Okay. And under each one of those measures, leave a whole bunch of data points, a whole bunch of questions around belonging, but to give you an indication of what 2023 looks like in Australia, remembering this is the Australian context, 
it's not all roses. <laughs> There's a lot of pressures that people are experiencing, especially around cost of living, also the, you know, the global financial situation, the geopolitical situations across the globe. All of those are contributing to a sense of trepidation, if you like. Yeah. But also domestically, political participation and trust in institutions is suffering. Yeah, and it's something that we've talked about in the past around through the Australian Leadership Index about yeah. you know how do you know how do people trust their leaders if not and how do people trust their institutions if not and this is correlates and aligns nicely with that but give you a few headlines the number one concern seems to be co around cost of living okay however there is a lot of climate change anxiety out there anxiety around uh, ge the geopolitical situations that are being experienced particularly around Ukraine and more recently Israel and Hamas Uh, you know, threats of war are weighing heavy on on the minds of Australians, even though we may not necessarily be in close proximity to those conflicts, there is a sense of anxiety. Yeah. So, and that includes also other geopolitical relationships like uh, Australia and China. It's an interesting one. There are still residual anxieties around COVID and how that has changed the way that we work and the way that we live. Also domestically, Questions around political participation and political debate are in there. There is a lot of information. There's a lot of social activity that happens just intrinsically in any society. And all of those threads and all of those strands kind of weave a sense of tightness or looseness, perhaps. And I guess the tighter the strands of those, of those activities and those, that cohesion is, the more supported we might feel. Yeah. And the looser the strand, of course, the less supported we might feel chaotic when everything is just all over the place. And that's right. Power. That's right. And so the report suggests that at least for between 2020 and 2023, that social cohesion in Australia has been under severe pressure. Mm. And the index su suggests that there is a decline of a number of percentage points in that sense of social cohesion. In fact, I think between 2020 and 2023, Overall, there's been a 10% decline in that sense of social cohesion, wow. uh, which is, you know, quite significant. And half of that happened between 2022 and 2023. So there seems to be a kind of a bit of a steep sense of maybe dread is not the right word, but certainly uncertainty around the, the fabric of our society. Yeah. And, and what's going to happen next or not going to happen. That's right. Exactly. So you and my family. Yeah, we will put the links in our show notes to the Scanlon Institute and the report itself. It's worth looking at. It's a good read. But what I wanted to highlight here is that these things are happening, whether we are aware of them or not. The, you know, the social cohesion exists for better or for worse, whether we're aware of it or not. And therefore, as leaders, what does that knowledge of what the broader community is experiencing, what our society is challenged and struggled with, how might that knowledge help inform the way that we approach at a very personal level, you know, the people that we lead, the teams yeah. that we work with, the stakeholders that we interact with, maybe they're also struggling with this notion of belonging. Maybe yeah. they're also struggling with a sense of inclusion or a sense of justice and acceptance. What might that look like if my conversation and my interaction were to be informed by that knowledge? Would it change the quality of that interaction? Would the outcomes be different? Would my leadership look different? Yeah. I think they're interesting questions. I don't know what the answers are, but I think this, this is worth thinking through more deeply and once again, welcoming people's input into that question.
Yeah, it's it's great um, set of questions, right? And and like you said, we may not have the answers, but I think it's a great opportunity for people to consider the broad impacts of this social cohesion on the things that we do, how we lead, how we may interact with people around us, whether it is in a team context or whether it is in a personal relationship. How have the things that have gone on around us and continue to pressure us change the way that people are feeling and therefore may change the way we communicate with them we work that's with it. them you know yeah, all of those it. things good yeah good. and that's the and that's the cheeky have that's yeah. that's the thoughts that are if you like drifting in my mind yeah, i like the drift yeah that's good <laughs> <laughs> thanks Liz, for uh, hanging in with us we're going to put all that information in the show notes i would encourage you to go and check it out there is also a very brief executive summary version also on the Scalin Institute website that you can work through and, and have a look at just the headline findings of this report, the Mapping Social Cohesion 2023 report. Wow, nice. Very, Very good. Cool. Uh, well, All right, everybody. Oh, thank you so My much. Pleasure, KG. Oh, good. Slauncher. Slauncher. That is our Cheeky Half episode. Please let us know what you think whether you'd like us to expand on any of these topics in our main episodes or any other comment you might have. You can reach us on askus at leadershipdecanted.com. That's A-S-K-U-S at leadershipdecanted.com. You can also leave your comments for each of our episodes on our website at leadershipdecanted.com. Thanks for listening.